Okay, and we are recording the audio now. And three, two, one, and roll that intro. What's going on, Print Fam? It's your boy Cam, and welcome to the Print Life Live Screen Printing Podcast. Uh, want to thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out with myself and the rest of the Print Fam for about an hour or so, right here live on YouTube every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So thank you. Um, in today's show, uh, don't got a guess, but I am going to be talking about just some tips and tricks that I've picked up along the years to get your actual website on the first search page of Google. I know this is super important. You're all wondering how you're going to get clients, how you're supposed to get clients. Today, I'm going to give some tips and tricks that I figured out utilizing my WordPress website. If you don't have a WordPress website, some of these things still apply, but you should really get a WordPress website. Can I say it again? Get a WordPress website. Ding. Anyway, and then after that, we're going to move on to our industry. Actually, no. Before we do talk about that, we're going to do the industry and independent shop news from the Print Life Facebook group where you get to submit your shop news and then I'll shout you out and read what's going on with you right here on the live show. And then last but certainly not least, we have our live Q&A where you can call into the hotline, ask your question, and I'll do my best to answer it. If you want to do it that route, go go right now, call 800-806-3518. As soon as you, as soon as it picks up whatever it'll say we're closed just hit extension number five hit number five and you'll be prompted to recording or how to record your message so that's awesome so start calling those questions in right now and then of course if there are no hotline questions then i'll move into the chat where i answer questions there and if there's not a lot of questions in the chat then i'll move into the facebook group and so on so forth cool 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 now this is a new thing that i want to just start doing because sometimes i miss you guys a super chats or something from the last episode for from so from here on or from from here <laughs> so from this show moving forward i'm going to give a shout out before the show starts to all of the people that gave me a super chat in the previous live show so there was two of them last time and the shout outs for super chats in our show go to mark jones thank you mark jones and my dude peter bryant so thank you to the both of you for, I mean, I don't know, you know, you just, you throwing a little dough my way shows that you appreciate what's going on, and it, it just, it really means a lot. So thank you for that. And shout out again one more time to Mark Jones and Peter Bryant, everybody in the chat, give them a thanks, uh, thank them for supporting the channel and the print fam and all that good shit. It's really cool that you're willing to do that. Um, oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, what is it, two weeks ago now? You know, Marshall was on, and he he sent me an email just telling me, like, how many of you guys showed interest in getting set up with his books and all this and that. And then he just asked me if I could give you guys a big thanks for that. So thank you to you guys from Marshall for getting in there, snatching up them courses, and, uh, you know, bettering your future, setting yourself up to do good. You know, books. <laughs> I I kind of wanted to go somewhere with that, and then I just I got hung up. But I don't remember who it was, but maybe it was Ben Franklin. I'm going to completely butcher the quote. But, you know, the, the best 
thing you can spend your money on is in, is on your mind. Totally butchered the shit. But especially when it comes to written educational material. Because here's the thing. When somebody sits down and takes the time to rack their brain and actually write out content or or something that's going to teach you something or educate you on a thing or just give you th- their idea on a particular subject, they put a lot of time and focus into that which means it's pretty much everything that they got. They're giving you their all. And if you can take a little bit of change out of that coin purse and throw it at them and ex- in exchange for some of that knowledge, there's really no better way to spend your money. So I think it's just great that those of you that did actually invest in, in your education in this business uh, from a particular point of view, then I think that's really awesome. Wow, harped on that thing for way too long. Point is, Marshall says thank you. Okay. And, uh, again, if you are interested in being on this show, uh, hit me in the DMs on Instagram that you want to get in here, and we'll get you set up. Oh, let's see. What else do I have to talk about, man? That's pretty much it, right? So, we're just going to get right into the independent shop news today, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get on over here to Facebook, and we're going to search our group for news. Okay. And then I can sort it by most recent, and this is how we dive into this bitch. So, you know, we got we go from the most recent, so from when you posted it, and then I worked my way down, and if you posted something in the middle of the week, whatever. If you're trying to get your shit featured on here, I definitely recommend posting shop news on Wednesday. Today. That's what I recommend. Anyway, this is from Joe Marksmeer. Just landed his... Okay, let me open... Let me expand this. Just landed... I get my shit together, guys. Got to do it. So, Joe just landed his largest order to date. 4,000 pieces. One color front, one color back. His arms probably going to fall off, but he's going to get it done. Congratulations, Joe. Yeah, man, when you start getting those orders is when... You know what? Actually, for us at my shop, when we started getting those orders is when... We found a lot of holes in our process. Like, and I started figuring out, like, holy shit, man. If I'm going to keep getting orders like this, we need an autom- Like, It gets to a point where you, you start realizing where your shortcomings are. And I'm sure you're going to figure them out on this order. But congratulations. And let's, I'm excited to hear where you go with it, man. Hopefully you keep getting more and more of them. Let us know. Uh, Mads Olson has some questions. We'll get there, too. Uh, Joshua Whitlow, he's been posting a lot lately. Thank you, Joshua, just for getting in here, staying active. Uh, he has himself a makeshift poster rack. That's cool. Is that a magazine rack? That's exactly what that is. That dude works like a charm, right? Good job. Good on you for repurposing shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't tell if this is shop news. This is a question. Okay, and I am, you guys remind me in the chat, I am going to answer this question later because it kind of ties in with uh, our business topic of today. And she, This is from Casey Isaac says, what's your most successful marketing strategy other than word of mouth? So we are going to be diving into marketing your website. And uh, just remind me that, that I want to answer this question first on the Q of A. So remind me in the chat. Anyway, and more questions, more questions to post. Uh, we got people trying to sell shit in here. I can't decide if this is the place for us to do that or not. 
So I, we're, the group is getting to a, a point now where there's there's other you know pieces. I don't want to be a dick, but there's piece. Mm-hmm, I don't know. There's people that are uh, start that are kind of trying to come in and sell this or do that or sell these wares. And I I don't know how I feel about it. Ultimately, it's up to you guys. But if you have any issues with any of this kind of shit, man, whether it's selling, other than me, I'm a, I could sell my wares because I started the group. So let's just be honest. There's going to be little hypocrisy here, but such is life. But anything outside of that, if you have issues or concerns, you can let Sonny know, you can let Jason know, or you can let myself know if, you're, if you don't want to see that kind of shit. If you're okay with it, then just don't say anything. Anyway. Uh... Oh, who else we got here? I saw some. Oh, yeah, this is from Madison Smith. And it's a little bit of a read, but let me read it for you. For the first time in a while, I do not have any jobs in the queue. I have a website with only halfway decent SEO, but word of mouth has kept jobs coming over the past two years I've been in business. I plan to switch to WordPress and pay a professional to work on my SEO. My temporary goal is to run a Facebook ad and see if I can hook an order or two. Does anyone have... Ah, oh shit, so it did turn into a question. Uh, does anyone have any... Ah, oh, god damn it. So we're going to get to that, too. We'll answer this one later. Question, shop news. Finally, god damn. Shop news, Beastly Undertakings, LLC. I finally have some great news. More picks coming soon. We have received our keys to our new shop. Holy shit, Sean, you got yourself... In, this is from Sean Beltran, by the way. They got their new shop. No more having to work around cars and having to put all the equipment out at the end of the day. I can leave my press set up, and I, now I have the space for ordering a belt dryer and a 6x8 press. Holy shit, dude. Congratulations, Sean. Dude, that's good news, man. I think when you get your first shop, as long as you don't overpay for it, yeah, dude, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You start to realize... Uh, how important it is to have dedicated spaces for certain things. I'm sure you, you, you'll you fully appreciate it. Congratulations. Anyway. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, this is from Mandy Short. They check out this month's print shop pooch in Images Magazine, our very own Stella. I am a happy... Fur mummy for sure. Oh, so that's your guys' dog. That's so cute. Congratulations, Mandy. Your dog got featured. Hey, man, I got a print shop pooch. What's up with that? I think I was the first one to start posting about it. Mm, that's that's a little weird to make that kind of claim, but uh, very cool. I want to be I want to be on there too. Hey, what about me? What about me? Very cool though. Uh, Ryan Marshall. Oh, fuck, dude. Questions, questions, questions. I type news, and it doesn't... I'm going to start going. Uh, there we go. Doesn't filter it out, guys. Even when I type in shop news, it's like, eh, kind of works, but not really. Oh, here we go. Here's another one from Joshua Whitlow. This was posted on July 23rd, so shop news. T-shirts all ready to go for 2 by 2 Hip Hop Fest this Saturday. Uh, P.S. Those Green Galaxy Comet White Pick Black Water Base inks aren't half bad. No, they're not. I like, I like, I just ordered another five gallon of the uh, the Green Galaxy Comet White. We're hooked. I, it's, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad stuff. Dude, those are great prints. Congratulations. That looks sick. 
Still looking for news, guys. Sometimes I start to get anxious as I'm scrolling through this because it's like, uh, that was kind of the point of this whole group. And then when there's not shop news, I'm like, fuck, you know? I mean, there's 3,000 people. There's got to be some shop news going on. Uh, there's like, uh, anyway, yeah, guys, just keep, you make sure that you're posting your news, man. Doesn't, doesn't have to be huge news, you know? New, you don't even have to tell us who your clients are, who your jobs are. Just, just share what's going on with you, because it's cool. I like to hear about it. I like to read about it. So do other people. Let me see here. So this is from Eric Gidley. This was on July 18th. We've had a great week. Orders one right after another. Uh, the 135 three-color print we did last week, the lady came in yesterday and ordered 45 more and was wearing one. It's the little things, right? Yeah, it really is. When someone comes in and... You know, well, you they place an order, you deliver the order, and they're really excited about it, and they're so excited that they're actually wearing the shirts. That's a, that's a great feeling. Makes you feel like you did something right. So congratulations. And this, uh, here we go. This is from James Craylin. Okay, this is interesting. So this is from James, dude. He, you guys may or may not know, but he's, I think he's the creator and the admin of the screen printing Q and A group. Uh, and here's some interesting news. You guys probably already heard this, but he just deactivated himself as admin. <laughs> Wait, so from the clusterfuck of a mosh pit that is the screen printing Q&A group so that he could focus on himself, his family, and his business. Uh, he will say that he's been thinking about it for quite some time. However, the interview with Marshall Atkinson, where he made a few comments about being on Facebook, really struck a chord. Also, when he was talking about that... You know, dude, though, but James, that Q&A is a, a very, it's a, it's a positive resource for you, too. You don't have to be active as the admin. You can find other people that love the group that are willing to, you know. I mean, that's cool. I get it. Yeah, dude, Facebook is extremely stressful. I very rarely even log into Facebook, so I get it. But that's a really nice group, man. I would be hesitant to just unassign yourself from admin stay admin get yourself a couple of moderators you'll be good dude but that's crazy that it's, it's driving you that nuts i get it uh it's funny though dude very very funny uh joshua whitlow more stickers that is all folks look out columbus very cool very very cool and i feel like we went th wait this is a shop tour from Tom Bryan, so I'm going to let the video play, and I'm going to explain it while I'm watching. So he's showing us his kind of like homemade washout booth. He used the shop sink, and he puts the plastic around. He's got himself a dip tank in there. He's showing us that. Looks good. Got a flash cure unit um, over a Vastex, I don't know, the green machine. I can't remember what model of, of press that is. It's one of the better manual presses on the market. If only they would provide side plants. Love side clamps because when you have side clamps, you don't have to deal with adjusting off contact every time. Cool. And now we're looking at his uh, heat press. He's got himself a very nice small space, but it's efficiently set up. He probably just cranks out work in there. Very nice. He's nice. I like it a lot, man. Dude, did I just? Can't believe I did that. Okay, enough of that. Very good, dude. Thank you for sharing the video. And then this is the last one, Joe Ward. Shop news. First, this is on July 14th. First order, 200 tees, 100 hoodies, all white print, same design. Congrats, Congratulations. I think that we didn't do the shop news when Marshall was here, so I got some catching up to do.
But I mean, fuck it. Okay, here's some something from Fabio Gutierrez. My shop news. Fixed my 1430. Got lucky. Found the end of the feed shaft sheared off. A little epoxy later and whammo. Oh, wow. Busted right off there, huh? Broken. Yeah. Fix it right up. Good job, dude. Hey, man, get me out of here. How do I get out of here? There we go. Well, I'm glad you were able to fix it, brother. And this is from Mike Cirqua. Uh Shop news. Pretty cool to see one of my shirts being worn by the owner of our industry's magazine with vanilla ice. Um, back when I started printing, Cam said it's life versus life. So he has a uh, spray foam life channel. I have the print life channel. Uh, when I saw his name, I said that to him. Little did he know, it was very true. Print life or spray spray foam life. Guess who won? Well, I haven't sprayed foam in over six months, so I guess the print life wins. LMFAO, laughing his fucking ass off. Actually, he just put LMAO. I put the F in there just because some vulgar like that. Very cool, man. That's awesome that, that that's... Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Who else we got in here, man? Any more news, guys? Come on. I finally... This is from Alfonso Bailey. He finally accumulated enough income to buy a Brother SE65 embroidery machine along with Stuart Art Digitizing Software. What do you think? Well, I think congratulations because I want embroidery in this shop so bad, dude. It's going to be the next big purchase. I, I want embroidery. I love it. I think it's the coolest shit in the world. I really want to start combining embroidery with print and just do some really creative shit. You know what I'm saying? So congratulations, dude. I don't know much about embroidery machines. I've heard Brother does just fine. Don't know Seward's digitizing software, but looks like the bomb. Okay, here's something from Andy Smith. After running his business uh, from home for three years, he finally has a shop to call his own. Congratulations. Goddamnations. I like that shop, dude, with the wood floors. What? Is this your house or the shop? Love it, man. That's clean. I like that. Very, very cool. Congratulations, Andy. I hope everything goes well for you, brother. Uh, and then I think this is going to be the last one, man. I know there's a lot more shop news, but if I didn't get to the shop news, just resubmit it again uh, next week, and, and we'll get through it. I'm not going to do shop news on guest days because I want to interview them and let them, you know, speak their piece and all this stuff. So shop news takes up a little bit of time, and, you know, we'll do it on the days when we don't have guests. This is from Joshua Whitlow. He's gearing up for a 2 by 2 hip-hop fest in a little over two weeks. He's going to be screen printing and selling both mini posters uh, with matching T-shirts, water-based inks on all-made tees, and a few of his screen printing vinyl stickers. Also planning on live screen printing one-color posters at the event. I love the graphic, dude. I don't know who illustrated this, but it's official. Really like it. You know, I keep seeing all this all-made shit popping up, man. What do you guys think about it? I mean, I'm not using it here at all. Let me know in the chat what you guys think about their shirts. I mean, is it? it's another t-shirt, right? But you're having to go through a different supply company, so you're dealing with... I don't know about that, man. I think I would be down to use them if they were available at SNS or, or Sanmar or something, but... Nope. Other than that, nope. Alright, that's it, guys. So we're going to... I think we covered enough of that stuff. I'm going to go to the chat quickly and just say what's up to everybody. I know that um, we had some, uh, you know, 
I, I was told in the past that one of the draws of this particular show was just like me interacting with the chat. And I, I feel like I kind of got away from it for a while because I was just trying to put on a show and keep different, like different stuff going. But uh, some people said that the, the chat interaction was kind of the interesting part. So I'm going to go back to the chat and just make sure everything's going well in here and make sure I'm not missing anything too important. I mean, the whole crew's here, man. Uh, yeah, you guys are, yeah, if you guys didn't, uh, you should be able to watch last show and or go just go into the description. This actually, I just kind of started reading, and I assumed you knew what I was reading, but you didn't know what I was reading. I was reading some of Marshall's comments in the chat, and uh, he was talking about uh, how if you missed it, the coupon code is still in the description of last week's, uh, or not last week's, the week whatever, the last live show we did. So go snatch up that coupon code, and then you can go and save like 60% off of his books. You know, you got to do it. You just got to do it. If you're not investing in your mind, you're basically setting yourself up to be a failure in this business or in whatever business you're, you're trying to get into. And here's the scary thing. I haven't been investing in my mind lately. Well, actually, I have, but I've been reading a lot of books on client psychology and, and like mark the, the psychology of marketing. That's what I've been really investing my time in. But I, I, I really want to start investing my time in um, uh, like, you know, like business accounting and, and actually setting your pricing up for all that kind of shit. And Marshall's pretty much laid it all out for us. So it, there it is. And I, I have the books too, and I'm going to be diving into them very soon. <sighs> anyway... Um, where are we at, guys? So I'm just kind of bouncing through here. Oh, well, Will Daly has given me a nice uh, super chat. Thank you, Will, so much for that. I'll be sure to shout you out at the beginning of next show as well because that's going to be a new thing that we're doing. Um, would really like to know what press you use on events for printing, brother. I'll, I'll get to that at some point. I know everybody wants to know that because everyone wants to do it, but I'm kind of I'm a little selfish and greedy with that particular business at the moment. Uh, but it is custom-made. And, uh, you know, I'm sure some cocksucker, some press manufacturer is going to come through and make one for you guys very soon. So just keep your eyes peeled. They're coming. Uh, anyway, show. Yeah, that's good. So I kind of bounced through it. Shop news rather than. Okay, so this is from prototypes. Search shop news rather than. That's, that is what I searched. Then just news. Yeah, I did. I tried it. It didn't help. Uh, but yeah, guys, sorry if you have to bounce. I know that it's a, uh, I know, anyway, uh, moving on, moving on, fucking moving on. So we're going to get into the business topic of the day today. And, uh, I thought about, I've been thinking about this for a while. I, actually, I think about it all the time. It was, it was pretty much the only thing I thought about for like the last four years. And this is in regards to just, just general SEO tactics from, for your, for your website. And the reason it was always on my mind was because I've been in sales. I was a car salesman for many, many years. I did door-to-door -door sales. I did the thing. And I remember how difficult it was pounding the pavement. So I knew that when I started this print shop, the last fucking thing I wanted to have to do was go door-to-door -door, uh, and pounding on, you know, pounding on establishments trying to get them to to commit to working with me. I knew I didn't want to do that. And thanks to the time when I started this whole deal – didn't have to because there was this incredible thing called the internet. 
and an even more incredible part of an internet is a platform of this internet uh, not of an internet but of the internet is a platform called WordPress and maybe you know about it maybe you don't I'm not affiliated with WordPress in any way shape or form I just think it's an amazing platform because of the amount of control it gives you and because of the community around it the possibilities are, are pr pretty much endless when it comes to that and there's a, a plethora of developers out there if you need something custom it's not gonna cost you an arm and a leg to get a particular thing set up it's just a beautiful beautiful platform moving on enough talking about WordPress actually not really um, anyway the whole point of this thing is that I want to take the, the opportunity today to talk to you guys about how you can get your SEO game kind of lock kind of unlocked you know get it under control start using it and start getting clients passive clients start acquiring leads passively uh, without having to pay at pay for ads on Google or Facebook or Instagram and all of the shit I mean you can rely solely on paid ads but at the end of the month your bill is gonna be so crazy out of control believe me I know I've tried them all that it just very rarely uh, is worth the cost right for paid for per click advertising it works but if you don't have uh, your conversions and your funnel and your click funnel and all that shit perfectly lined out and you haven't tested it you're gonna be wasting money so the first step in any marketing campaign in my personal opinion is is your SEO on your website so let's let's dive into this for a second obviously you have to have a site built now some of the things that I'm gonna talk about they apply to specifically to WordPress but also some of the the tactics do apply to whatever platform you're built on whether it's Shopify or Squarespace or whatever they are Wix you know some of these things will apply but not everything so the first thing you gotta do is have your site preferably it's built on WordPress but whatever you gotta get the thing built and then the next step which I think most of you have done but maybe some of you haven't yet is you have to actually claim your Google business listing so if you haven't set one up already you got to do that you got to set your business listing up or it's Google my business now they've ch they change it every year to something else it's impossible to keep up with it but th there's basically a Google my business and you can set up your listing in there and you can put your address and you can enter all your contact and your hours and all that blah 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 you got to get all that stuff entered in and then you have to verify that location and the way you do that is that you put it all in and you say verify my address and they l they physically send you a postcard with like a, a number on it like a key a key that you you get the postcard and then you go back into my business you hit the verify button you verify and then it proves that you actually reside at the address that you're trying to claim once you do that that's really half the battle you have to get that done even if you don't have a website yet that needs to happen because you need to authentic authenticate yourself with Google okay now once you've done that and it <laughs> this is just a side note but it is a little bit time-consuming if I can remember correctly it's it's been so long since I had to do it but I remember um, just like filling stuff out and then I didn't get the, the card the first time so I had to re ask them to send another one it was a little bit of a pain in the ass but you gotta do it so get that shit done um, and then once once you have that that portion of 
of a, your SEO game done, the next step is to get into your website, and I'm going to talk about WordPress specifically right now, and install a plugin called Yoast SEO. Now, they have all these different paid options that you can add to it, but the core function of Yoast SEO is all you really need. And what it, pro what it does is it sets up simple like markup for you to title your posts and your pages properly uh, to... Uh, to put your like your focus key phrases and all this stuff into place it, it, it gets all this stuff and makes it a lot easier to do so your first step is to install Yoast SEO once that's installed um, you're gonna have to connect all your stuff like you verified your Google listing so you have to get your your Google verification code of the ape the Google uh, there's a bunch of stuff you have to get these, these different keys, but you got to get them all entered into to Yoast SEO. It helps you get it done. It tells you what you need to do, and it basically connects your Google accounts with your WordPress account. So now you're you're official. Once that's done and everything is connected, now it's time to start building content. All those connections are cool and they will help you, but the real meat and potatoes of your website is your content. And people ask all the time, how can I start getting clients? What can I do to get more work? What am I going to do besides all this word of mouth shit? Look, word of mouth works wonderfully if you have clients to actually talk about you. But if you don't have clients, right, to, to, to pipe you up, then word of mouth's bullshit. You got to get your clients first. And what I found, man, over and over again is that if you have a great website and and clients can find you they'll give you a shot and then it's up to you as to whether or not you're gonna do a good job and get that word-of-mouth game but they'll give you a shot there's a lot of work out there and the website's the way to do it so you're gonna start building content to drive traffic to your website and this part is actually pretty easy um, I, I have I have this part written down in a list so that I, I I tried to line it up like sequentially on in order of importance but it's going to be a little bit out because I wrote this in like 10 minutes. So um, the first thing you're going to do when it comes to a piece of content is you're going to plan your key phrase. This is not key wording. This is key phrasing. Key words are extremely hard to, to rank for nowadays. So if you go into the Google AdWords uh, keyword planner tool and you just type in screen printing, just, the, just screen printing, this is more of a keyword you're going to see that the cost per click is astronomical. The competition is fierce. Unless your budget is almost unlimited, getting that particular word is, is almost probably not going to happen. But if you add screen printing in Phoenix, Arizona, this is a key phrase. Screen printing in Phoenix, Arizona. Screen printing in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, screen printing for for bands, t-shirt printing for this and that and the other thing. Now you're getting into what is called a key phrase. And keyword phrase or key phrases are easier to rank for, which means if somebody and no one just goes in and goes screen printing. Most people go into Google and go screen printing near me. Keep keyword phrase, key phrase. Uh t-shirt printer in my area, key phrase. Uh t-shirt printer in Arizona. These are all the things that they actually search. This is how people search on Google. And you can rank for those long tail keywords or those those key phrases, whatever the hell you call them. So you got to plan your key phrase before you start creating any content. After you know the phrase you're going to use or that you're going to build your content around, now you create your new page or post. I personally tend to create more pages than posts. Posts are your blog. Pages are actual things within your website. They're things that you link to. They're, they're content that lasts pretty much forever. I tend to go with pages. 
then you build your page, and Yoast has all these things down there that's going to help you. But you can use this what, no matter what your website is. Your key phrase is basically, um, like we're just going to talk about uh, T-shirt printer in my area. That's the key phrase you're go key phrase you're going for. Yoast helps you define it, but you don't have to define it through the Yoast plugin. The way that I would use my my key phrase is like this. I would put it in my title, T-shirt printer in, in Arizona. That's that's where you're going to start. That's your that's in your title. That's your key phrase. Uh, and this will work with Shopify or whatever. Once you've done that, you're going to go into your heading number one, and you're going to type T-shirt printer in Phoenix, Arizona. You're going to add a few more words after that, make turn it into an actual sentence. And then you're going to go to heading two and do the same thing, T-shirt printer in Phoenix, Arizona. This is key phrase stuffing, but it, it just seems to work. It, it puts a lot of weight because it's in the title of your page, it's in heading one, it's in heading two, and then it's going to be in your actual copy, the paragraphs, three to six times. You don't want to go too much over it because then it looks like key, keyword or key phrase stuffing, but three to six times within the body of the text, and your page is going to rank for that particular key phrase in your area. I guarantee it. It's going to work, dude. It will work, especially the longer that your key that your keyword phrase turn. I'm fucking this up. I can't even think of what it is now. But your key phrase is the more e the easier it will be for you to rank, especially locally. So that's the that's the first thing, man. You create your page. You build up your content around that key phrase. You put it in the title. You put it in the heading one, heading two, and then in the body three to six times. You're good to go. You've just built a page or a piece of content around a particular key phrase. Now. People are going to start finding you. Um, what else do I got here? The next step, this is something that I don't use it too much. This is in the same piece of content that you just created. And it was, what, T-shirt printer in, in Arizona, whatever. Uh, the next thing is that this is something called internal linking. And this is a, it's a tricky game. And I'm just going to give you an idea of what it is. But you need to look into it further. Internal linking ultimately creates a cycle where when somebody lands on any particular page in your website from Google, whether it's the t-shirt printing page or another page you, you built about uh, screen printing for bands or whatever, you have certain phrases like long-term links like our long tail links in your content that say t-shirt printing. Oh, and, all, and it goes like here's a bunch of content, blah, blah, blah. And if you need t-shirt printing for your band, uh, we have an answer for that. But that phrase will link to another page within your website and it creates kind of this circular uh, flow of content and it, it and it can ultimately keep people on your site for extended periods of time because as they're reading through your content they see a link they click it they get taken to another page and within that page they see a link to another page and it just kind of cycles them through your site this builds the kind of staying power on a website that that uh, like can really true that can educate a client and just build trust within your business because you're you're giving them so much content and information that they will eventually convert if you practice some basic conversion principles and we're going to talk about that in another video but hopefully you see you understand the idea you need to look into it further about internal linking within your website so that you can fully grasp the concept it's uh, it's not complicated, but I it's it's a whole other topic of discussion. I don't want to talk about it now, and I do use it, but not to the fullest extent that I should. Anyway, uh, the next thing also within that same piece of content is that you're gonna upload your images. You need to have images on a piece of content. The more the merrier. One's cool, two's better, three's 
now we're talking four and five now we're really creating a piece of useful content and within those images you're going to title each one of those images with your key phrase that we talked about teacher printer in Arizona that's the title of the image when you upload it and then there's also an area especially in WordPress called alternate text and you want the alternate text to also have that key phrase in it now you've done all this stuff you are cooking with goddamn gasoline dude things are gonna start happening to your website especially if you're doing this weekly and that's really what we're going to next after you've uploaded your images you got one to five images three to four or five is better for sure you got to set up a schedule for writing content and this is what I really did this a lot in the beginning I was I was at least doing a page a week and I built up enough pages within the website that it still has it holds water but I've fallen off and my website has suffered because of it but just like you, you answer your emails every day just like you create a new video every day or I do anyway or every other day or at least once a week uh, just like you do all of these things, you create a new piece of content at least once a week. You got to keep that content fresh. You got to let Google know that this website is active and current. And if they see that it's active and current, they will push your shit to the front. But I'm telling you right now, man, and I'm speaking from experience from the bottom of my heart because I'm dealing with it at the moment. If you stop creating content, your site will tank. So it, it, it just has to be part of your, of your weekly business ritual to create this content that's just the reality of it now um what else is there now you'll start a schedule writing article see i wrote shit down here uh and this is another thing so i talked about it briefly and you guys need to look into all this as well but key f figuring out your key phrases that you're gonna build content around is a little bit of a science there's a trick to it look into it google it as soon as this thing is over but uh in Google AdWords, there's a keyword planner tool, and this thing will help you find incredible key keyword phrases or key phrases, whatever you want to call them. So Please get set. It, it Google Home's tripping. Um, get set up with Google AdWords. Use their keyword planner, and that will also help you kind of plan your your set up your plan of attack on Google. And it really is. That's what it is, man. You gotta attack them. You gotta get them. Because it's a, it's a war, and everyone in this industry is fighting to win that war. And the only way you're going to do it is if you're just cranking out more content than the dickhead down the street. Yeah. So the print fam, we ain't the dickheads. We're the, we're the good guys. And the only way that we can continue to be the good guys is we got to crank out more content than the assholes down the street. So get on it, right? And what else did I wrote here? What else did I wrote here? Is that is that the right the way you would say that? What else did I wrote here? Build useful information articles that people will read. And that's really the final trick. So those key phrases are important. Yeah, yeah. I, f I felt like I needed to put this out there. So those key phrases are important, but they do need to be a part of a much bigger article. The article that you're writing around that key phrase has to be informative. Now... If you guys have noticed, a lot of the stuff I've been doing lately is around finding screen printers, finding you as my audience. But if I were if I were going solely after screen printing customers or potential clients, the type of content I, I would make would be very, very different. The, the type of content you want to be making for screen printing clients is is educating them on the process of screen printing, every single aspect of it. If they want to start a streetwear brand, if you're if you're trying to get streetwear clients, 
You need to write articles after articles about the streetwear industry, how to do this, how to do that, blah, 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 blah. And that will blow you up. I had a huge how to, how to start a streetwear brand article when I first built my website, and it brought so much goddamn traffic to myself and then uh, to my site, and it just started getting me a bunch of work. Now, at the time, I was printing. Uh, I dropped the ball. You know what you're going to find is if you if you if you put all of these pieces of of information into practice, what you're going to find is you get more work than you can handle, especially if your prices are too low, and uh, you'll end up, you know, your customer service will. But anyway, deal with that when it comes. Follow these tips and tricks, and you guys will all be on your way to acquiring more clients in your local area from Google Search. Hopefully that was helpful. Oh yeah, one more thing. Next next live thing when we don't have a guest. I'm going to discuss getting readers to become clients or getting um, you know, site visitors to become clients. And I'm hoping that actually I can get a guest in here that will talk about this topic because it really is important. Getting clients to your website is, is a small part of the battle, but it's really getting them to convert. You'd be surprised how much traffic you get, but you, it also blows your mind at how much of that traffic just fucking disappears, never to be heard from again. So the, real, the, the true trick is getting them to convert, and I'm not an expert, expert at this yet, but I would love to get someone in that is. Anyway, that went well. Uh, hopefully there was some useful information in there for you on the business topic of the day. And you all know what time it is. When the business topic's over, it's Q&A time. So uh, before we get into the q and I got to do my social media reminders. Need you guys to all be following me at Cam Urban. That's at C-A-M-E-A-R. V-E-N, you can see it at the top here, on both Instagram and Twitter. You better be following me. If you're watching, dude, why aren't you following me? Seriously. Uh, Subscribe to the Print Life Podcast on iTunes and or Google Play. Give me five stars and say something nice. You know, give me a review, say something nice. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, by now, you know, it's most, you're subscribed, you've dinged the bell, uh, and you watch as you watch all of my video uploads, right? Because you're part of the print fam. Because if you're not, if you're part of the print fam and you're not watching every upload, then mm, you're not really part of the print fam. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not commenting on all my videos, probably not part of the print fam. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm just putting the guilt trip on you guys, because sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta, you gotta make sure everyone's coming correct. So remember, if you're part of the print fam, you comment, you like, you watch, you share, and if you're interested in being on the show, you guys need to just direct message me on Instagram uh, or Twitter, and uh, we'll get you on. We'll get you set up, get you lined out. So business, So for the Q&A, guys, call the 800 number, 1-800-806-358-3518, and as soon as the thing picks up, hit extension 5 and record your question. I always do the, uh, the hotline questions first, and if there's enough of those, awesome. But if not, then we'll move on to the chat. If there's no questions in the chat, then we go into the Facebook group, and I address those questions. However, I've kind of been using the Facebook group questions in my vlogs, like my Monday Q&A. Uh, however, that, this last one was a Tuesday Q&A because I missed Monday because I was traveling. Did you get the idea? Moving on. Let's go to Ring Central and see if any of you actually um, chimed in with a question. And every time I go live, my hotline logs me out, and I have to log back in, and it takes forever, so I have to sit here and babble while it loads, only to find out that no one called. 
So that's always kind of depressing. Anyway, we have a couple of them here. One of them was actually, nope, these were both recorded on the 11th, but I don't think I got to them, so let's see what we got going on here. Hey, Cam. Hey, Print Life. Marshall Atkinson, thank you so much for being here today oh, with us. this is from Marshall's, dude. Yep, see. Hey, Cam. Hey, Marshall. My name's Madison. Uh, Marshall, thank you for joining Cam tonight on the live show. Lots of great content so far, so I really appreciate it. Uh, my question tonight is, I have a good friend, and he's a really, really talented graphic artist and illustrator. We've tried to work together before in the past, but we've never really found uh, a way to meet, meet on the terms, especially, you know, the money and how to make that work. So I guess my question is, what is a typical printer-graphic artist relationship? Um, he does provide a little bit of freelance work, and he charges a premium price. Um, but I feel that we could both really benefit from working together, even if I made very little money off the design work. And, you know, that's with the thought that he would bring my printing business more sales because, you know, I'm standing out by offering great artwork. Yeah. So I'd love to hear your input on that, and uh, I'd appreciate any advice. Thank you very much. That's that's actually a very good question. Thank you for calling that one in, Robert. Now, that was directed at both myself and Marshall, but Marshall ain't here, so I'm going to tackle it. That's a, a, it's a very complicated situation because a graphic, uh, a graphic artist, man, they have to pull a salary just to even be consistent. Like, it's all good for you to get him work, you know, from your print shop. And this and that, but most of the time he's not going to really be passionate about the project because it's a goddamn you know family reunion T-shirt or whatever. Uh, he's just he's not going to be passionate, and and unless you actually bring him in as some kind of a partner and he's as dedicated to your business as you are, I just don't see him really giving shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, the best thing that I would say. And, and I've actually got a solution to this that I'm going to solve as soon as this software goes live and stuff like that. But Because it is a problem. You want good graphic artists. You don't want the second beat shitheads, you know. And some of sometimes some of us printers are just exactly that. We're like second rate graphic artists. But we want those premium guys, right? And it's okay for them to charge a premium. But we want to show our clients these these their portfolios and say, look, this is what... You know, $100 gets you, but this is what the $300 to $500 designer will do for you. And if you can show them, like, this is 100 bucks, this is 500 bucks. They go, oh, well, to me, I like the $500 guy. Can, can we get him? And then, you know, I would set up a portfolio situation for him on your website or wherever. When a client Or get a, a physical portfolio into your shop. When a client comes in, they can take a look at the portfolio and they can go, you show them a couple. Show them your portfolio and you, you only charge $100 per logo or, or per t-shirt graphic and your guy charges three to 500 or whatever. And they can choose. You can say, this is what 100 gets you, this is what 500 gets you. If they take the gig, then it's not really a problem for you to go, hey man, I got a gig for you. This is what it's charging. I'm gonna pull my 10% off of the top and uh, do you have time to do it, right? That's that's probably really the only way you're going to be able to get him in there. Um, yeah, dude. It, he's not going to do work for you for free, especially if he's good. He's not going to, like, do jobs for a potential print job. You you know, you got to get him. You got to sell him. You got to sell a designer. And you got to remember, too, these high-level designers, they're not no fucking joke, man. They haven't been doing that shit for a few months. A lot of them have been doing it for years and years and years. They are skilled journeymen, and they're extremely frustrated with the industry because no one wants to pay them what they're worth. 
uh, start selling, get his, again, one more time, I'm going to reiterate this, try to clean it up. Get his portfolio, either on your website or in person for when your clients come in. Show them what $100 gets gets them, that might be your design. Show them what $500 gets them, that might be his. You let them choose. If they choose him, then you can say, hey, dude, I got you scored. This is what it's paying. I'm going to pull my 10%. Let's get it done. But you cannot expect him to do the work before you know, before they pay or before they sign up or to hope that you might get a new gig, right? For, to, you just can't expect him to do that, man. He's, he's too good at his job. And a lot of the times those premium designers also are too busy, dude. And sometimes they are, they are flaky as fuck, you know, unless they work for a design studio or something. Anyway, I hope that helps. But I would say for you, value him and understand that you need to be selling his work to your clients. You don't need to use his work to bring your clients to you. I think that that's the wrong way of looking at it. Treat your business like, uh, oh, yeah, man, we got this guy here, and he's he's ready to be, he's ready to work if you guys are ready to pay him. That's what you tell these clients. And then they'll either, they either will they either will or they won't. Anyway, that's the best I got for you. Hopefully that helped kind of answer the question, you know. I hope so. Okay, we got another one just came Hey, here. Cam, it's Tim McElhenney. Just call him to see if you've got a chance to use that LED floodlight yet, the 50 watt. Uh, let me know. Thanks. Bye. Tim, I did. I, I got it in. We set it up. Mind is blown. I vlogged about it yesterday. I'm editing that vlog. That'll be uploaded tomorrow. Uh, so it's so fucking amazing. I'm not buying a new LED unit. I'm going to be using that light. I'm, I just bought a timer off of Granger. I think it was like fucking 160 bucks. So that's going to be the most expensive part of my, my, uh, what do I call it? My restoration of my LED unit using your recommendation on the, but I didn't get the 40 watt or the 30 watt LED. I got the 50 watt bastard. And it was, man. It's doing a full exposure in like 15 to 20 seconds. It's great. You'll see it in the vlog. But, yes, I used it. I'm doing the full thing. I got the timer on order. I got um, some gaskets and all kinds of shit. I'm going to be doing a full-blown restoration of my exposure unit. And I'm really excited about it. Thank you for the tip, dude. It was That's a beautiful thing. Loved it. Let's see if we got any more coming through. Oh, one more here. This is all. Oh, man, why is it doing double? Hey, Cam. It's Tim McElhenney. Just calling in to see if you had a chance to use. See, there's something with this hotline. It does doubles of every goddamn thing. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, dude. Thank you, Tim, for that for that tip. It's a it's beautiful. I'll do a whole thing on it over the course of the next week or so. All right, moving on to the chat because it looks like we have no more in the hotline. So I'm going to start at the top. I'm looking for anything directed at me with at the print life. Uh oh. I also see something very generous here. I got to get to that first. It looks like my dude Marshall. We had Will give us a super chat of five. Thank you, Will. Jamie Lineback also gave me a super chat of five bucks. Thank you so much, Jamie. I super appreciate that. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And my dude Marshall gave us a $25 super chat. So all of you guys, that's fucking amazing, Marshall. Thank you. That's that's very cool of you to do that. So all of you guys will be getting shouted out on next week's vlog, uh, live show at the beginning of the show. But you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for the contributions. It means a lot. All right, I'm going back up, and I'm looking for questions, guys. Starting at the top. Working my way down. Working. Okay, so Jamie's asking now. This is in regards to the business topic I was talking about earlier. And I, before I start answering questions about linking and all that, 
SEO, there are books and books written about it. It's very hard to get into detail in one show. You, ha you really have to, to chunk it into segments right, and dive in. But let's see what you got. So for internal linking, this is from Jamie. Do you have a key phrase in Yoast for each of those links that you're hoping pops up and keeps people linking back to your page? No, so for internal linking, it's like it's like so. Let's say you write an article, and in that you're going T-shirt screen printing. So yeah, so this is uh, thank you for coming to Monument. No, no, it's it's a piece of it's an article about uh, finding a good T-shirt printer in, in Arizona. So the article says, yeah, the first thing you want to look for in this is a T-shirt printer that that always answers their phone and replies to emails within the same day. After this, you know, sometimes you may find that uh, one screen printer's prices are better than the other. And, and, and those words say pri prices better than the competition or something like that. So that's in the sentence somewhere. You can create that sentence and make that a link. And that link, it's, it's a, there's a different word for it, but you can create a link out of those, those few words that would then link to another page in your website about uh, pricing or something about like, like your pricing versus the competition. So you, you're just using little phrases within your content to link to another page when it's opportune. Really, you want your links to to be relevant to what they're linking to. You don't just randomly link random words to shit. Uh, but but Google really likes links that are that are descriptive, not just like specific fucking. Uh, I don't know what you call. It. There's a lot of terminology in there. I don't. I'm I'm horrible with nomenclature in every industry, even the screen printing industry. I just do my thing. I know how it works. So. Do a Google search on internal linking, and you'll, you'll get more closely what I'm talking about. But hopefully that helped to some degree. Um, yeah, yeah, I triggered mine, too. We got Google Homes going off everywhere. Google tripping. And Michael was going to go to sleep, but he just ended up laying here in bed watching. So that's very cool. Thank you for hanging in there, Michael. God, I wish there was a better time slot for this. Um, prototype, which thank you, dude. That's awesome that you got the LED flood. Love mine. It was 2030 watt and burned so fast. Yeah, I got the 50 watt. I got. I went with the big dog. I'm also gonna take that wafer out of that enclosure because I think that there's some filtering properties on that first piece of glass. I'm gonna just gut it down and really make it into something special, man. But already at 15 seconds, God damn, that's crazy. My shit was like at three minutes. Well, okay, so Andrew's asking now, whoa, so you can replace an old exposure unit lamp with a UV light lamp? Not exactly. It's not a lamp. It's a different thing that I'm sitting inside of my exposure unit, uh, and then I'm just re I'm going to rewire it to where it works on the timer of my unit, but it is very cool. Oh, my man, Gidley Graphics also throwing down the super chat. Thank you so much, my friend. Also, you guys remember, if you really want to get your question noticed, if you if you type a question and attach it to the super chat, it's more likely that I answer it. And Jamie, you're welcome for the business topic today. That's awesome. And again, Marshall, dude, crazy. Thank you so much for that. Um, this is from Allegiance Clothing. Just got into screen printing. I've figured out exposure times for most designs, but I'm having a super hard time with neck labels. So I guess because of the fine details, you're not really sure how what your exposure time should be on them. Um... Uh, I mean, it should be the same. Should be the same. You with the neck labels, you want to go higher mesh, right? You want to have a 230, a 280, or something, so that you're not laying down so much ink. The higher mesh will allow you to hold finer details as well, 
and you should be good to go. It shouldn't be too difficult. The exposure times are always pretty similar for us. I don't know. Uh, but hopefully that helps, man. Just uh, up your mesh counts, and uh, that should that should get it done for you. Yeah, did I not? Okay, so this is from Gidley Graphics. Did you ever get the replacement bulb link to that auto flash? I saw a video for it. I thought about investing in it. It would be really helpful, help my situation. Yeah, I thought I linked it in that video. If I didn't, I'll, I'll try to remember to go back and put the link to it. It's on eBay. If you reach out to the seller of that flash, they sell replacement bulbs. I think they're like 15 bucks a piece. Just reach out to the seller. They got access to them. That's all I did. Uh, troublemaker question uh, any hey guys remember if you ever have a question you're directing it at me type at the print life and then ask your question because it gives me this orange bar and I can tell that you're actually asking me a question um what's the best way this is from troublemaker what's the best way to market yourself other than through your own website uh I mean dude the options are endless, right? You can go to uh, you can go through the Chamber of Commerce. There is, I think, the phone book still exists to some level. Um, you can go to events and, and hand your stuff out. You can give T-shirts out. You can do flyer passing out. You can do the old school the old school way of just knocking door to door with your promo packet in hand and and trying to talk to the manager and all this kind of stuff. There's a million ways to market yourself, especially locally. It's really easy. You can use Facebook ads, Google ads. Uh, now LinkedIn ads, Instagram ads, they're all trying to suck your money out of you, right, to get to for these conversions. But I think, personally, this is just from my experience, I could be wrong, but the website's the way to go, man. That's the, that's the starting point. Google AdWords doesn't even really work unless you have your website. So Google AdWords don't work. You're not really going to get any good conversions from Facebook ads unless you have your website. You have to have somewhere to send them. Uh, yeah, just across the board, man, you got to have your website. If I weren't going to do a website, which would be crazy to me, but if I weren't going to, I would, um, uh, I would probably do door-to-door -door sales because I'm comfortable with that. I would take two or three days out of the week, every single, every single week, and I would go pick a section or like a city block, and I would just walk door-to-door-to-door -to -door -to -door with my little thing in hand. And I would hand out, uh, it would, I would have a t-shirt sample in there, a business card, some kind of flyer, some kind of promotional stuff, and a pricing list. And I would just go door to door, dude. The old school methods still work. Actually, they're probably more effective today than they ever were before, just because it's so uncommon now. I would not cold call, because cold calling sucks. It pisses me off, and it pisses everyone else off around you. I was also a telemarketer for a long time. Uh... Prototype, yes. Yeah, so okay, good. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna do that too. And we, so the the China Flash unit is pretty good. It it if it if it clicks on and off too much in in like a given day, it will overheat. The timer will overheat, and you have to let it cool down for 30 minutes before you can use it again. But honestly, in this industry, it's the best 500, 600 bucks I've ever spent. Listen, if you guys need a flash unit, if you need a flash. Just buy the goddamn thing, man. You you can't go wrong. I promise you that. You can't go wrong. I mean, it's already lasted me a year. If you can buy it for 600 bucks and it lasts you a year, you win. You win. You know what I mean?
There we go. Yeah, inking. See, okay, there we go. Okay, 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 okay. See, sometimes what happens in this chat is someone responds to or they elaborate on my answer to a particular question, and I see it, and I want to, like, jump on it, but I have to remember to let it go because I've already moved on past it. Hopefully, you're in the chat and reading these responses to my answer. Here we go. Here's an interesting one, The Print Life. What's the best cotton t-shirt to print on for a streetwear brand? I've done research, and people say Bella and Canvas or American Apparel. Which model do you recommend? This is the thing about streetwear, man. I, don't, I feel like a lot of people that start streetwear brands don't really understand what streetwear is because Bella and Canvas is okay, but like the style, even within streetwear at the moment, is very far off from any of these uh, thin, like flowy t-shirts like they went back to that full boxy drop shoulder cut, almost like the all style kind of thing, right? Boxy drop, baggy again. The fitted look is no longer popular. I mean, I personally, I bet you all, all style would still be a winner, but Gildan just released this, this tee called the Hammer Tee, which I think is a pretty nice. It's combed ring spun cotton, but it's six ounces, so it's heavyweight. It's got the little bit boxier Gildan cut. You can step up a size, and now you've kind of got the drop shoulder and all that stuff. I think the Gildan Hammer Tee is a killer. Um, the Fast Fashion from Bella and Canvas also released a drop shoulder T-shirt, which is closer to what I would want if I were starting a streetwear brand now. Uh, but, yeah, man, that fitted, tight Euro look, that's done, man. Also, Dov Charney's LA Apparel is, is going for that newer cut. So they're doing the the cuts that are trendy now in 2018, and it won't last forever, you know, but I would look into L.A. apparel. I can't remember if it's L.A. or Los Angeles apparel, but it's one of the two. I think it might be Los Angeles apparel. Uh, but that's, the, that's where I would be looking now. American apparel's garments are a little bit long and thin. I like that fit because I'm a tall, lanky bastard, but the average American doesn't want that fit. They want it shorter, wider right now. Streetwear's weird, man. The 80s and the early 90s are back in full swing. Late 80s, early 90s, boxy. The baggy saggies are coming back in. The big, puffy, thick shoes are back in style, dude. It's crazy. It's hard to keep up with. Uh, can't, dude, so Joe's asking if I can recommend any entry-level automatic. What I say to this every single time is because until an automatic company sponsors me, I'm not going to... I'm not going to promote any one of them because they all do a great job. I would play them against each other. You have Anatol, you have Workhorse, you have Rock, you have uh, M&R. Browns, I mean, a lot of people hate on Brown, but if you got the right price, I wouldn't be completely opposed to it. Uh, and I'm sure I'm missing some in, in that lineup. MHM. I would get quotes from all of them, and I would start. This is sales This is sales and negotiations 101, man. I would play them against each other until the, someone just drops their fucking price. And whoever comes in the lowest, that's who I would go with. I think the big four, though, here in, in the States, they all have good customer service now. They all have great equipment. Their presses are awesome. Uh, you know, gone is the day where you can have shitty customer service. And Anatol and, like, those other companies that suffered with it in the past, they know that they can't play that shit no more. So they're, they're staying on top of it. Play them against each other. Get the press, best price. They're all good. As far as entry level, though, like, I don't see – for a long time I was like, nah, I don't want to do, like, a six-color A station. That's just too small. It doesn't allow me to grow. 
But the more I think about it, like, I think that I would start with a six color eight station. You will outgrow it quickly, but you'll always use that press. It's small, it has a, lot, a little tiny footprint. It should be substantially cheaper than an eight, you know, an eight by 10 or a 12 by, or a 12 by, uh, or, yeah, an eight by 10 or a 12 by 10 or whatever the fuck it is. But, yeah, start small. Start small. Get the press first. Uh, you, you will quickly need, dude. But at the same time, man, like I like I keep saying over and over again, if you haven't written up your business plan, if you don't know what your pricing is, if you don't know how you're gonna, gonna acquire the clients to feed that press at a, at the at the level that it's gonna suck those jobs out, then um, you're probably not ready to automate yet. Get all those things in place and then start looking into it. God damn, I could talk about it for hours and I could just keep going. Uh, with all these ideas that I have about it, and then like I kind of change my mind about it, and then one day I'm like, yeah, 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 automate, and then the next day I'm like, nah, fuck that automation shit, man. Manual printing for life. I I could go on with it forever, but I'm gonna repeat myself for a third time just to put a period on it. Play the motherfuckers against each other. Whoever gives you the best deal, you're gonna have a great press. Done. Uh. Okay, thanks. I will have a post video if I end up getting the flash. Oh, who's this from? This is from Mikey Designs. Uh, what's up, Mikey? Uh, tell us your experience with live screen printing events. Pros, cons. Seems like a lot of fun traveling and doing what you love. Mm, they're f it's fun. It's a lot of work. Uh, and it's a, it's a complicated situation logistically. I'll say that. That's the, the thing that I'm finding with it more than anything is that just like the logistics of it. Like if you think it's hard to manage a screen printing job or a handful of them, organizing and orchestrating a live screen printing event is 10 times more complicated. But it's fun. Um, troublemaker. Thank you, Cam. How much do you normally spend for a good website? I know some people who charge a ton of money for websites. What's a reasonable price for a good working website? When it comes to a WordPress, you can do it on your own. Just Google how to set up a WordPress website, and 30 to f an hour later, you'll know how to install it. If you don't want to, if you need to pay someone to do it, don't recommend it. I think you should learn it. You need to know how to do this stuff. It is 2018, after all. You just need to know the basics. You don't need to be a fucking tech wizard, but you need to know how to install a WordPress website on a server, like on a host. You need to know how to do that. Uh, but if you have to absolutely hire someone to do it, I would say... On the highest, highest level, a thousand bucks. But you, but there are so many WordPress monsters out there that can get an install, get a theme installed for you, and walk you through how to use it in 30 minutes that you probably shouldn't pay more than five, 300 to 500 bucks. I would say 500 is your top. Uh, you should be looking in the three to five range. And I'm not trying to downplay any web developers or anything like that, but WordPress is so simple. It's literally like a one-click install. So they should not be charging you an arm and a leg for it. The cost of a theme for it to style the look of your WordPress is anywhere between 50 and 100 bucks. So there you go. But dude, you got to learn it yourself, man. I'm sorry. You just you need to do it. It's fucking easy. So easy. Um But yeah, dude, if you have to, don't go over 500 bucks for a WordPress install. This is not if I could talk about this all day too, yeah. <laughs> so, do you know a good weed guy in Phoenix? My guy busted. Nope, don't smoke that stuff, dude. Uh, Mikey Designs, cold calling blows. Walking into a place and finding a way to relate to person works well without it being too salesy. Yeah, 
I agree with that 100%. And that's in regards to the question. I just did what I said I'm not going to do anymore. But I agree. Uh, no, you're not, dude. It's all good. But I just, it, it's just what I do because obviously the chat is for responding to previous questions. But I want, I read them too. I want to read them. I want to know what's going on. But then like my head goes, oh, I want to respond to that. But I shouldn't because that question's already came and gone. It's just an organizational thing. Um, Jason Birds, what brand pressure washer are you using and where did you get it? Do you have it plumbed in or using a hose for the water supply? Using a hose for the water supply, it's not it's not hard plumbed in. It's called Blue BLU something. BLU something. It's a blue pressure washer. They're like 600 bucks. It doesn't have the auto on feature because that's but you have to turn the switch on and then you have pressure and then you turn it off when you're done, which sucks. It's AR Blue. AR Blue is the name of it brand of it and it's like under 500 bucks i think it's like 320 something it's great it lasts for a couple of years at least and you can't go wrong with it but we also have that custom short wand which i found on amazon which is also pretty sweet maybe i'll put a link in that in one of my videos yeah jamie i know so this is a, this is an interesting one i like to talk about but jamie says no side note you guys all look better in fitted tees versus a blanket and it is true Obviously, stylistically, from a an attractiveness point of view, fitted tees always look better. But that that, that does not change the fact that the kids, which are into streetwear, uh, follow the trends. And right now, the trends is back to big and baggy. Not so much big and baggy, but boxy. Yeah, it is actually. It's big and baggy. It's back and full tilt. So, but so the thing is, if you're trying to start a streetwear brand, you've got to be going after what's currently in vogue and right now what's in vogue is is that but i agree man from from the point of view of what makes men look better it's always the, the fitted shit always looks better on on us i mean on me anyway you know but i i'm constantly the gun shows constantly wherever i'm at there's a gun show so obviously if it's fitted you know the guns are looking healthy don't know where I was going with that. That was really stupid. <laughs> so th this is from the Frank D70. Did you get your underwear back or someone in Florida sporting? <laughs> sporting boxers. No, it was actually my bad, dude. I just left it in the vlog. I was sorely mistaken. They didn't come for it. I took it out of the thing and I was tripping. I thought I was missing stuff, but it was just it was just hiding in the corner of the hotel. So I just left it out for, for comedy's sake. Nah, it was fine. Nothing was taken. <laughs> that was funny, though, bro. That made me laugh. Uh, prototype. $600 for a small pressure washer. That is shocking. It might be 350 but it's an industrial one. It's not It's not made out of plastic. It's got all the brass fittings. It's got oil. It has actual oil in the system. It's all brass internals. It's the best value for the thing, man. I don't fucking know. Yeah, some dude. I used to buy one for ninety nine dollars. I bought one every single year. It would blow out at the end of the year. I bought another one. It worked like a charm. It also had the auto on switch. It was ninety nine bucks. If you guys just want a cheap, okay, I'll tell you this. Fuck the one I've got. If you want a cheap but very usable pressure washer, AR Blue entry level. Uh, it's like ninety nine dollars or one hundred and nineteen bucks. It gets the job done for about a year and then it breaks. But a year. For a hundred and something bucks, it's not bad. 
Uh, troublemaker. Good to know, Cam. How do you keep a client? Do you have contracts? Big client? Nope, no contracts. We're not a contract screen printer. We don't have a, a certain amount of jobs they have to do within a year. I think that that whole notion died many, many, many years ago, right? But we just really, so we honestly, okay, this is, this is uh, something that I should talk about because we went through a phase, especially when I was the cheapest printer in town, where we weren't doing the best work. I wanted to do the best work, but at the end of the day, Things were coming in. We were getting overbooked. Too much work, right? When you, when you you get the work when you're cheap. I, I just can't say this enough. You will get the goddamn jobs when you're cheap, but you get too much of it and you can't give them any attention. And it's just a whole it's a whole thing. So we went through a period of time where we weren't doing the best work and we were losing clients left and fucking right. Uh, and now, what I have found is that. We ask them to review us, and then you, the one of the best things for a client is just a nice follow-up email three months after the job, asking them how, how they felt about the thing. The scary part is, is that sometimes they aren't happy with it, but the follow-up is really the trick to clients and to repeat clients. You follow up with them maybe a month after, three months, you can test that kind of stuff out uh, and see how they felt about it. And if they were happy with your stuff, don't ever hesitate to ask them for a referral or at least just say hey if you know someone else that needs screen printing please send them my way we'd love the opportunity to work with them as well and most of the time they will if something comes up and it, and it just starts to snowball but really if you just do killer work and it's better than anyone else has done and you you finished your job ahead of schedule you were affordable you weren't the cheapest but you were in line uh, and your customer service was stellar they will always come back always come back and if they're a price shopper and they don't you don't want them fucking anyway anyway yeah there you go cool cuckoo 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 uh michael michael graham recommendation for the best numbering system i do a shit ton of numbering and it's wearing me out so i'm assuming right now you do numbering with vinyl i think vinyl is the best numbering system personally uh, because with vinyl, especially if you don't give them font options, you could just go through and pre-cut tons of all of your ones, your twos, your threes, your fours, one through nine or one through zero, right? One, nine, and zero uh, at eight inches tall, and you can just, dude, you can bang through them. I miss I miss numbering big time. As far as the numbering screen printing presses, I would fucking hate that. I would never consider it, to be honest with you. I would never consider ha consider having a numbering press in my shop unless I was just solely like ath uh, youth athletics. Then it might be worth it, but even then, like, I don't know. The problem with vinyl is it doesn't hold up as well as screen printing, you know? But it does hold up pretty damn well. I don't know. I don't think I would do it. Just like hat screen printing, like, I pretty much am just like, nah, I'm good. But I don't know, dude. I have no opinion on that. Sorry. And that's it, I think. Let's go back to the, the, the hotline one more time. But we've been going for a while now. We've definitely pushed through this sucker. Yeah. All right, Print Fam. So let me go back to this, this chat right quick. I know that we've been going for, yeah, about a good, legit hour. I'm tired. Uh, you guys are probably tired, too. I know you all have had a long day. Make sure that you, you're you doing all the social stuff. You're following me. Share this, all that good shit. Uh, stay tuned in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time for the Print Life Live. 
Thank you so much, Print Fam, for hanging with me. That's it. So, one big, gigantic, fat son of a peace out to all of you. Later. And my text is going ape shit. Something probably happened.